This is a download from Channel 4. To find out more, go to channel4radio.com. Previously on Lost. Two players, two sides. One is light, one is dark. Do you want to know a secret? What if everything that happened here happened for a reason? We can't live together. We're going to die alone. I thought I heard whispering. We're not the only people on this island, and we all know it. We have only three choices. Run, hide, or die. Do you think we're being punished? Every 108 minutes, the button must be pushed. Guys, where are we? Hello, this is Ian Lee, we're down the hatch, and this is the place for UK fans of Lost to get a blow-by-blow account of the very latest Channel 4 and E4 episodes. Each week we'll delve into the mystery of the Lost Island, analyse the latest storylines, and try to work out what the heck is actually going on. Plus, we'll give you an exclusive preview of next week's episode. We want you to get involved as well, to contribute your Lost theories and understanding of what the Islanders are going through, as together we search for the ultimate Lost theory. So, whether you're a geek, a conspiracy theorist, or a downright obsessive, we say to you, welcome to UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio. Okay, the first thing that we have to do is introduce our panel of Lost fans. We have Nikki. Hello, Nikki. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Very well. Your favourite Lost character? I think it's got to be Saeed. He seems to actually have reason for his turmoil, and he's, he's intelligent rather than emotional. And he's buff, eh? He's pretty harsh. You love it. Uh, we've got Mark. Hello, Mark. Hey, Ian. How's it going? Yeah, all right. Your favourite Lost character? Uh, it's got to be Kate, really. She's got no hips, though. She's just like she's just very straight, like a tree. Uh, we've got Tom. Hello, Tom. Hiya. Favourite Lost character? Uh, Mr. Eco. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, and Janine. Hi. Who's your favourite? Uh, at the moment, it's Sawyer. Um, he's a bit cheeky. Um, at the same time, you never know when he's going to flip and be a bit aggressive, but he's an interesting character. Mm, you're all wrong. The best character, of course, is Locke. Uh, now, <laughs> it's true. Now, we've just watched episode seven, The Other 48 Days, and it's a brilliant episode, action-packed all the way through. Let's have a quick recap about what happened. The episode opens with the tail end of Flight 815 crashing into the sea. There's chaos, pretty much like the very first episode of season one. We see some familiar faces, including Mr Echo, Tom's favourite, who appears to be a very nice guy, calm in the face of devastation, and emerges as some sort of hero in some respects. Would you look after the children? There's something I have to do. He helps the children, and we see a familiar teddy bear. We recognise Anna Lucia, who saves one of the kids. Save that girl's life. You a doctor? No. Goodwin runs out of the forest, shouting for help, as finally we meet Bernard, Rose's husband, stuck up a tree. Bernard is saved, and the Tailies discover the horrifying fact they are very lost indeed. We were flying for two hours in the wrong direction. They don't know where to look. Mr Echo gets attacked at night and kills one of the others with a rock. He falls silent and turns a a bit scary from then on. Three other people go missing, and Anna Lucia emerges as a bit of a leader. 
Then the camp is attacked and more people are taken, including the kids. As Anna Lucia searches the body of one of the attackers, she finds a list. Here are the names of every single person they took. All nine of them. These people were here before us. We learn that the others are compiling a hit list of the good and the strong to join their gang. Nathan is singled out and accused of being a spy from the others as he's spending a lot of time away from the group and nobody remembers him being on the plane. Anna Lucia single-handedly digs a huge hole and throws Nathan in. If he really were one of them, why would he still be here? I don't know, but I'm going to find out. Goodwin eventually lets him out, but kills him, and we realise that Nathan was in fact innocent. The group then discover a door hidden in the undergrowth. What is this place? Some sort of bunker. Inside, we see a new Dharma Initiative symbol. If you haven't heard about Dharma, then keep listening. We'll cover that later. They find a glass eye, a holy Bible, and a radio. Goodwin has a heart-to-heart with Anna Lucia and reveals that he wasn't on the plane. He is, in fact, one of the others. And after a struggle, Anna Lucia impales him on a spike. Bernard hears a distress call on the radio. Repeat your transmission, please. We're the survivors of Flight 815. And then the rains come down. The mysterious whispers reappear and the opposite ends of Flight 815 meet to deadly consequences as Shannon gets shot. It's one of the more exciting ones. Fair play, Lost, there are a couple that are a bit bit fat, a little bit lazy, let's be honest. You could go as far as calling them fillers, in fact. Yeah, there are a couple of fillers. (laughs) I like the fact that we took a whole season to get those 48 days on the other side of the island Mm. and we get the whole whole 48 days in one episode in this case. It's a slightly longer episode, isn't it? I think. It seemed longer. I think it's like four or five minutes longer. How, How geeky is that for me? To actually Pretty say, geeky, it's was it one of the uh, lost numbers longer? <laughs> yeah, probably. Four. Four probably. Four. They've got a list. The others have a list. Now, do you think they had this list before the plane crashed, or is it a list that they've made up since the plane crashed and they've worked out who's who, who they want? I reckon they had it before the plane crashed, and it was a controlled explosion that would separate the front and the back of the plane, so they knew that a certain part of the passengers went mm. up on one side of the island another certain part would end up on the other side of the island and then they could pick them off specifically how do you do uh, a controlled explosion <laughs> just in the middle of the plane <laughs> in a plane crash in the middle of the plane at a certain time they'd remote control it and off you go right you're going to live you're going to live no, but you're going <laughs> to die so, like, enough, <laughs> to pick holes in your theory there well hang on a minute but the, the, this you, I, I, kind of, I kind of go along with this because they, they do have polar bears on the island so it would seem that anything could happen but you're not convinced Tom that there's, a, there's been a controlled explosion just the, the the sheer physics of it. How, how how does that work? I don't know. Some sort of explosion in the middle of the plane, but the front half go off on that side of the island, yeah, back and off in that side, and they they take off like the key characters that they want to go and take onto the life extension project or whatever, and then pit the remaining survivors against each other. So it's oceanic air uh, controlled by the Hanser Foundation. Yeah, I would I would say so. Absolutely. Why does it even have to be that? Why don't they just gas all the people in the plane, land it somewhere? <laughs> Tom, don't listen, don't get angry, man. Come on. It's, it's I'm sorry. Small. Can I just jump in here and say that yes. the Hanzo Foundation must be all powerful. If you've seen Mission Impossible 3 in the credits, it, there is a credit to the Hanzo Foundation. Is that true? 
Absolutely true. Really? Yes. Wow. So why wouldn't they own oceanic air and also mm. be able to blow up the certain section? Maybe Mission Impossible Three has something to do with uh, the island. There's your, there's your theory. Yeah. It's, it's all owned by Tom Cruise and his tiny ways. It's all to do with Scientologists. Don't diss the Scientologists. They're very litigious. Uh, okay. Uh, so the other hatch. It's not even a hatch, really. They found, is it? The others. It's just kind of a little bit of a it's slightly a cave, disappointing yeah. bunker. I think yeah. they refer to it as a storage. Mm. There was electricity though, wasn't there? There was. Yeah. On some Very lights. old electricity interesting, rig though yeah, compared to the other bunker. Interesting what you said about the quarantine on the inside. Mm. Mm. So maybe there was people trapped in there that were told that they couldn't go outside because it was bad. That, that would imply that the outside is the thing. that they. And what, what are they quarantined from? Any ideas on that? I don't know. You know how they found a glass eye though mm. in that bunker? Mm. Um, a lot of people have been talking about how uh, Dr Marvin Candle, who was on the orientation video in episode oh, you three. Know his oh. name. Um, <laughs> Love he, it. He, also, he seems to not be able to use one of his arms and he also has a glass eye. Okay. Oh, does so he? There's been yeah. a lot of talk about this. Oh, I've missed that. I need to go back and look. So that's, that's possibly something to do with him. And the Bible, of course, that uh, Echo's picked up. Yeah. Which yeah. Which is. Uh, there's nothing else they find in there, is there? It's just it's, uh, and the radio. radio, the radio. Okay, now here we go. One of the favourite, my favourite bits. Every lost episode has got a bit that makes me either cry like a girl, uh, or a, a bit that makes the hairs on my neck stand up. And the bit where um, Bernard is on the radio talking and he gets a voice. Who hasn't worked out who he's talking to? That's a hands down from everyone. So everyone knows, obviously, that it's, it, it, it would be Boone that he's found, isn't it? And it's the bit where Boone dies shortly after that. That's brilliant, isn't it? I love yeah, the link. It is. I it's think brilliant. it's great, that crossover. I think that's really what Lost nice. does really well. The kind of Quentin Tarantino, you know, these different mm. stories all interconnecting. Because I don't know if, if you guys found the same thing, but in season one I just found it impossible to figure out how long between each episode, you know, how, how much mm. time yeah, had real time. elapsed. Mm. So to find that it was only 48 days... Mm. It's quite incredible because so much seemed to happen. You think that they've been there for for months, but it is every episode is is kind of a day, two days, sort of pretty much. Although their hair grows at an odd rate, <laughs> absolutely, or doesn't. It? But Jack's flashback in series two. What the hell has happened? What was that wig he was wearing? That was, <laughs> that was bad. That was a bad sign. Uh, so Boone and Shannon are both dead. Is there is, is there anything in that? The fact that the, those two have gone. I'm thinking the whole black-white biblical things become more and more obvious in this episode to me. And um, if you think about the Boone and Shannon incestuous relationship oh, thing, yeah, um, and it's kind of like good and evil. If they're picking off the good, then what they their incestuous relationship was construed in that way as uh, evil. <laughs> so therefore, you know, they've been bumped off. That's quite deep. I wasn't a fan of Boone. I know that was, was season one. Didn't like his eyebrows. No, I thought he was too sincere as well. Yeah. So, is there some kind of thing in this yin and yang, this kind of black and white thing? Isn't there an episode where Locke is playing... Is it now? Is he playing checkers with Walter? Is he playing backgammon at I think some it's point? Backgammon. It's backgammon, isn't yeah. it? And he says something about black and white, good and evil, and he that... He explains the rules to, of backgammon to Walt, mm. and then says, Walt, do you want to know a secret? Which never gets explained, but... But I think the secret was that he uh, had no use of his legs before the crash. Do you think he told that to Walt? I think so. Really? I think Walt knew already. I think Walt had some psychic abilities. Well, the, the whole Walt thing, I was going to mention that later, but we might as well bring it up now. He uh, appears, I mean, he appeared in episode six, didn't he? To Was it six when he's warning Shannon to when just to keep quiet or something? Wet with yeah. Water. Don't push the button, I think it was forwards. Yeah, don't push the button. Oh, he's speaking backwards, is he? Yeah. 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 And he's, it, it translates as don't push, push the, the button. button. Yeah. 
strange. Yeah, very strange. So Even though Shannon has never ever done anything yeah. like push the button mm. or help out. On the and she's dead all. now. <laughs> I don't think she even went into the bunker, either. No, I don't think this she is what ever I don't get. Is there's, there's no communication between the people. Not everyone seems to be aware that there's a bunker. For goodness' sakes, could that be a reason why she's dead? The fact that she got that information now. Could be. You're saying because she knows too much not to push the button. She had to die. Mm. I wonder why she was singled out as the person to get the Walt messages because until Saeed saw her um, Walt that once, uh, she was the only one getting the messages and she seems to be sort of the Mm. dimmest out of everyone. (laughs) Well, is it because uh, she was going to get shot? I mean, uh, one of the theories I've got is that somehow Walt is kind of controlling the whole situation, that he's rigged up to a mind machine that's driving the island. It, it, it makes sense to me. Um, you never heard of a mind machine driving no, an island? No, I'm trying to picture one. It would have Every probes. island has yeah. one. Every island should have one. Uh, and maybe he, he, can, he steps in at moments when people he likes are going to get it. We're quickly going off on a tangent. Where the hell is Desmond? Yeah. yeah. Irritating Desmond. Oh, brother! Oh, brother! <laughs> I didn't like him. Is it, he's, he's not come back, is he? I don't know. He gets very scared, he, though. He failed, didn't yeah. he? <laughs> bottled it. Totally bottled it. Uh, OK, more in a minute. This is UK Lost from Channel 4 Radio, and every week we're giving you the chance to get into the UK Lost draw to win a whole bunker load of very special Lost prizes, some of them signed by the cast. And by entering, you could also win a Lost T-shirt and cap. So to be one of three proud owners of a very lovely Lost T-shirt and cap this week, just answer the following question. What was the flight number that the Lost characters were on? Is it A, 811? B815 or C108. Call 09011 leaving your answer, name and daytime telephone number. Calls cost 25 pence per minute. Or you can text LOST and your answer to 83188 and your text will also cost you 25 pence. This is UK LOST from Channel 4 Radio. Since the dawn of time, man has been curious, imagining all that is possible. The Hanzo Foundation, reaching out to a better tomorrow. Discover the experience for yourself. Go to thehanzofoundation.org. Every week on UK Lost, we'll be unearthing the best theories created by Lost fans around the world. Uh, With the help of the panel, we'll rate all new theories, marks out of ten, for creativity and plausibility, and add them to our leaderboard. Now, I found this on the internet, surprisingly. Jump in if you think this makes sense or sounds like rubbish. This is by someone called Phone Girl. Oh, dear. Uh... I believe it's a twisted experiment to see how quickly humans are driven to extremes, just like Lord of the Flies. Lord of the Flies wasn't an experiment, was it? It was... Anyway, it's by the by. Uh, the Hanso Foundation funded the hatch. By having the hatch, they know that human curiosity will lead them there. Already I'm suspecting this is complete guff. Uh, Desmond is a scientist... Oh, brother. Which is why he left when they found it, to see if they will push the button. Through that, it will show humans' fear of the unknown. I think Desmond was the one looking absolutely terrified. Desmond was, wasn't he? I think he, you know, hook, line and sinker with Desmond. He'd totally believe what was going on. Do we believe... Well, let's talk about Desmond briefly. He's in the first few episodes, then he's kind of disappeared. Uh, but he's an, he's an odd character, isn't he? He's, he does, he's quite cocky when, in the flashbacks, but on the island, he's a bit of a bottler. I know... He's a very strange, yeah, definitely a very strange character. He tends to, you know, he, he filled Jack in and what he had to mm. do, told them where the, uh, you know, the film was, and then just, you know, 
I think he'd been cooped up there, that one by himself, slowly cracking up. Maybe he believed all the quarantine thing. Mm. Finally, someone comes down and they're all right, and he's. Do you believe? Do you believe Desmond's story that he he, that he crashed a boat and he was rescued by this guy, and then they ended up living together in a hatch? I think there's lots of half truths there. No, yeah, I don't believe that. He was training for something, wasn't he, when he met Jack? He was clearly training to go on this island. But he Mm. was going. He was, you know, wasn't he doing like a round the world boat Mm. racing? I think that's his cover story. I think that. I think you're right. I think there's more to it than this. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, phone girl goes on. Uh, the, the end of this kind of makes sense, I think. The scientists have secret, secretly been following people for most of their lives, so they know their fears and regrets. Well, I like that one. Mm. I like that bit. I, you get. I kind of get the idea they've been followed a bit. Has anyone else spotted? There's a lot to do with parents in it as well. A lot of the flashbacks are to do with parents. Parents not... who have sort of not done a great job at parenting, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's the, the whole Jack thing and his alcoholic dad. Uh, there's um, Son, the beautiful Son, uh, and her weird, violent dad. Uh, there's Locke, obviously, with his dad. So There's, there's Walt yeah. Yeah, and of course. Michael. They had a very twisted relationship, didn't they? It seems that they all kind of react to, uh, you know, how they've been treated in their flashbacks. Mm. You know, they were out that way on the island, and they kind of get tested. It's quite an American thing, though, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, sins of the father and all yeah. that. I think another interesting thing is um, that we've started to see their back stories crossing over. Yes, yeah. that's brilliant. That's very exciting yeah, when you that. spot a little bit of uh, yeah. a crossover there. OK, let's go on. Uh, Hatch Pundit, the buckyball theory. This is a long one, and I, I think it's all nonsense, so <laughs> just stop me at any time. Uh, and these are all from the internet. These are genuine theories that people have posted. They were pulled inside their own pocket universe. A buckyball. Right, yeah. <laughs> Move on. Just stop you there. Just like to stop you there. Just absolute. <laughs> Come on, Tom, let's hear it. I just... What, what is a, a buckyball? What is a hollow cage-like molecule made of carbon, carbon atoms. atoms? Have you never heard of them? Yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, Mark. <laughs> Named in honour of the Buck, of Buckminster Fuller, a designer of the geodesic dome that resembles the molecule. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Let's, let's give that no more time at all. Oh, here's... <laughs> at last, a punny name. Uh, Dharma Chameleon hey. mm, says uh, the nuclear bomb theory. I think the island is part of the Marshall Islands in the South Pacific, where the US did nuclear bomb testing after World War II. This explains the army bunker, the old US army knife, the sickness Desmond speaks of is radiation poisoning. And uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's all right until, you start <laughs> until, until we get here. Yeah. And some kind of alien civilization. Oh, no. <laughs> is using the island for testing and the others are alien abductees that are sort of being forced sort of being forced <laughs> to help out their alien experimenters started so well it really did it I had real almost, hate for this one it was mm. almost plausible well let's, let's, let's go a bit at a time uh, uh, an island where they did nuclear bomb testing well it's kind of possible because Saeed says yeah. that yeah. you know it, 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 it's strong enough to be a nuclear bunker yeah. and the quarantine thing but is it it's not an army bunker is it there's no signs in the bunkers that they're to do with the army it, no, it, it no, appears to be a private it's all Dharma, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, definitely. But I think the army is definitely involved They're somewhere. On, the, on, the, web, on the, the Hanzo website, doesn't um, that Mr. Hanzo guy, doesn't he do a load of research into weapons and Absolutely. Mm. arms and dealings? Mm. He was known to have participated in a war or two. Yeah, so yeah. maybe there's a link there. The Hanzo website is... Uh, if you've not been there, I suggest you go and have a look because it's it, it's just the pl- hangout of geeks. It, but it's brilliantly done, you know. It's uh, it's no. Hey, listen, I'm I'm there every night as well, man. I'm I'm loving. As long as I'm not there on my own. No, don't worry. You're there with me and Dharma Chameleon. Uh, there is the the army knife that Anna gets in this episode, episode seven. Where does she fight? Where does she? It's in the one of the pockets. Yeah, of one the of the others. others. Maybe there was experiments going on, and then the army came in to maybe stop them. Hence all this leftover memorabilia. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah, that. yeah, that. you get the impression from the bunkers that what was happening there has kind yeah. of finished, but maybe there are a few stragglers that don't know. It's like it's like the old thing of, the, you know, there are an 80-year-old Japanese man still fighting World War II. No yeah. one said, actually, yeah. it's over. You can go home now. Is it Shaun of the Dead, but in lost form? Explain that. Wow. Let's well, go. I'm thinking, you know, in Shaun of the Dead, they wake up, they go out, they don't realise everyone's been turned into, mm-hmm. like... Zombies? Zombies, that's, that's, the that's, that's the fair <laughs> um, So maybe there's an element of, of what you were just saying. Mm. So people are still fighting a war that they don't realise is they don't, over. No, it's over. I don't know. The, thing, the worrying thing is, are we ever going to get the answers in this? There's a kind of... Uh... I don't know. I think we're going to get the answers, but I think they'll just answer our answers. And ask more questions. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, Apparently, just... though, we find out why the plane crashed at the end of this season. Oh, really? Yes. Ooh. Hot gossip there. <laughs> so I'm worried Mark, about... your theory might be proven at okay. that point. I think I, d- I don't think we should give Mark any credit. I, I, I like the idea that it was a controlled explosion. Controlled explosion, Jesus. Wait and see. Wait and see. Yeah, well, we'll it's, see. It's, it's, caused, it's caused Tom to blaspheme. That's how upset he is <laughs> by the, the theory. Face. Okay, let's quickly just do this last one from Mabawi. Uh, and it's the redemption theory. Here's my theory. This is kind of what everyone was saying at the start, and I think this might be a bit old hat now. That and the, they're in limbo. Uh, here's my theory. It's probably completely wrong, but whatever. I think they're getting a chance to start over. Somehow, the people put onto the plane were all put there on purpose by some sort of rehabilitation unit. Most, if not all, of the characters have something that they regret. On the island, they don't know each other. They can choose to confide their past in one another or rebuild a new identity. Bit of a harsh um, rehabilitation programme. Yep. I mean, if you're going to pay to go on something like that, then, you know... You don't want people dying, you know, you want to have food. There's the Priory, isn't there? That'd be sort yeah. Of yeah, although I hear the, the Priory is, is harsher in some ways than, <laughs> than the Lost Island. Let's quickly go through these and give these marks out of ten. Uh, phone Girl, The Twisted Experiment, what do you reckon? That's a seven. I, some that's of it that's a very good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that one. one of the better ones we've got here. Okay, a seven. The Buckyball Theory, zero. Yep. zero. Just nonsense. Nuclear Bomb Theory is quite good until it mentions aliens. Yeah, so maybe four, five. Five. four, yeah. four or five. Yeah. Yeah. Middling four. at five. Let's give it a five. And The Redemption Theory... It's a bit boring, but, you know, six. It's It's safe. Part of the... Six. You never know, they might pull that one out of the bag right at the end. I reckon it's related. It's definitely part of the... Some sort of redemption, the redemption going on there, I think. Yeah. Okay, well let's let's give that a six. There's something going on. If you'd like your own theory uh, commented on or torn to pieces next week, then you can post them online at channel4.com/lost. This is UK Lost from Channel Four Radio, and in a moment we'll get back to discussing episode seven. After we remind you of the UK Lost draw, this is your chance to win a bunker full of lost prizes. Uh, three people will win lost baseball hats and T-shirt. One will go into the draw to win the big prize bunker of goodies. The question this week is, what was the flight number that the lost characters were on? What was the flight number that the lost characters were on? Is it A, 811, B, 815, or is it C, 108? 09011 calls cost 25 pence per minute, or you can text LOST and your answer to 83188 and your text will cost you 25 pence. Now, here in the UK Lost Hatch, we know that the writers of our favourite TV show like to slip little clues into the script, and we like to think we have a keen eye for these finer details that a more casual viewer may miss. So each week, I'll be calling on my panellists to impress me and you, the listener, with their incredible observations. Now, some might say this is geeky, but we embrace this kind of dedication, and that's why for each episode, I will be bestowing upon one panellist the title of Lost Geek of the Week. Now, this being the first week, I'm going to attempt myself to set the standard. So here are my obsessional observations of episode seven. Number one, uh, of the tail end of the plane, there were 23 survivors. That's one of the numbers. 
Thank you. Unimpressed so far. <laughs> two, when Echo speaks again after the 40 days, he's wearing two armbands. One is black, one is white. I've got a better one than that. Stick with me. Number three, it's quite a long one. I've had to make notes. The new bunker is the arrow one. The first one found was the swan. They found Apollo bars in the swan hatch. Stick with me, Tom. Sit back down. In Greek mythology, Apollo was born on an island surrounded by swans. Apollo shot arrows infected with the plague into the Greek encampment during the Trojan War in rage. It ends there, but suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's humiliating. Anyway, because it's up to me, I think I'll crown myself this week's biggest lost geek. Don't forget to watch episode 8 very closely next week to see if you can out-geek my panellists. All right, after that uh, humiliation, uh, let's get back into episode 7 on UK Lost this week. Don't forget, the exclusive preview of next week's episode is still to come, but let's go back to this week's episode. We've had the backstory uh, of the survivors, the back end of the plane. Uh, now, the Dharma Initiative seems to be getting more and more prominent. We've seen the symbol down the hatch. It's in the other bunker that they found as well, a slightly different version of it. I'm, I've been trying to place the technology. What, is it late 60s, or is the computer looks a bit 1981? It's a bit Commodore 64, isn't it? There's, there's an element <laughs> of that, yes. Sinclair special going on. Mm, I can't quite play, work out when the island is set. I think on the, the music? on the yeah. orientation video at the end, I think there is a date that says the 80s. Oh, is there? Yeah, is and there it was 81? An, there was an incident as well. Oh, the incident. Oh, yes, the incident. I think the Dharma initiative is in control. They're part of everything on the island. Mm. Seems like it. We're seeing them creep up more and more and more, aren't we? Mm. And um, in last season, people were talking about the shark that um, was swimming around. The no, is this true? I've not. I've not gone back and looked at this, but the, the symbol is on the shark somewhere. Apparently, is it? so. I also haven't gone back and looked. I, at it, I have gone back and looked at it, so and we we got some pictures of it from the interweb. Mm, and um, but then we got a barrage of emails about how it was faked. And, yeah, but, well, it just you know, wasn't just faked. It was an official cons- thing that the designers had added. Yeah, well, it's, that was a an apparent theory. I don't know if that was true or not, but apparently the special effects guys put that in. But the next but they weren't allowed to. They weren't allowed to? Mm. Well, just the, the producers said it wasn't a... Um, it wasn't a scripted... Yeah, a scripted thing. They just did it as a, a, a joke. Or something. Hey, whoa, hang on. They, we can't have special effects men playing jokes on us. That's not fair. They're messing with our mind. Yeah. Surely you have to, everything that happens in there, you have to kind of take as, uh, as the gospel, yeah. as it were. It pops up, the, the symbols on the, f- but everything down the hatch is branded, isn't mm. it? With, yeah. Seemingly Dharma. so, yeah. yeah. So right from day one, I think like Ethan Rum's water tanker, that's got a Dharma logo on it. That's really? Um, mm. The fuselage of the plane. Yeah. I miss that. The fuselage oh, of the plane, that's now. come up before. Ethan's but, you know, definitely. they were talking about it in the orientation video. That that seemed to be exactly what that whole video was about, this Dharma initiative, pushing the bus in, yeah. um, everything that, that this bunker is set up mm. to, to it, achieve. Right at the beginning things. of episode two, um, I mean, episode one of season two, um, Desmond injects himself with some kind of medicine, which also is branded with Dharma, but also has the numbers on it if you capture Oh, really? If you do a screen grab. Tom, are you one of these people, and don't take this the wrong way, that watches the episode, then goes back and watches it in slow motion and zooms in? Um, If the internet didn't exist, then I probably would be. Good lad. No, we appreciate that. That's what this is all about, and that's what, what make, kind of what makes this so brilliant is that it, it's not your run-of-the-mill science fiction, whatever. There's so much, so many little clues in there that you do have to keep going back and going. Hang on a second, I hadn't spotted that before. It adds so much to the show. I mean, mm. you know, I can't really think of any other show that, that does that. Uh, the whispers. We get to hear more of the whispers. Mark, any ideas what that is? Well, it's uh, there've been theories that it's all backwards. I don't know. You were saying earlier, Tom, that it's kind of like if you listen to it. 
either backwards or through different channels in your speakers. I think they've gone so quite a, technical with yeah, the old audio. Yeah, like all sorts of different messages. And people have been, yeah, splitting up each channel. We're we getting a bit of 5.1 Dolby surround. Yeah. Definitely some of that. Maybe maybe you need to actually buy that kind of equipment to uh, <laughs> fully experience the lot, you know, lost. And does everyone hear them? It's, it, I think on just before Shannon gets shot, everyone seems to hear it, don't they? Mm. And for the first time, I think it's a group hearing it as opposed to one person. Yeah. Mm. Okay. We, but we don't know what they are. Um, could it be the whole quarantine thing? Is it them going mental? Is it some sort of machine going back to your mind's uh, pro-mental theory? Could it be the monster? The monster, yeah. The monster can roar and whisper. Every time there's whispers, something bad happens. Mm. Yeah. Is that true? Every is it every time? I'm trying to think. Yeah. yeah. It's like when it rains. When it rains. Something bad definitely. happens. That's another big thing. Mm, okay. I don't know if we skimmed on it before, but we were talking about how the survivors of the back end of the plane, mm. their story paralleled the survivors of the front end of the plane yeah. and had very similar personalities leading the group. Those were sort of like, Mr. Echo is very similar to Locke. Mm. Um, the children were taken, Walt was taken. And it was kind of like two exactly parallel scenarios. Yeah, and there's kind of, uh, I guess, leaders evolving. Anna, obviously, is the leader of, of that group. But you're right, Echo is is kind of like a black lock. You know, it's kind of the, a mirror image of him. Uh, the, the hunter, you know, good with knives, little bit creepy kind of thing going on. Uh, who else is there? There's the, the, the psychologist woman. I can't remember her name. Who's Libby. Libby, uh, who snaps that bloke's leg. So she, I guess... Could so, be... yeah, so there's two doctors. Yeah. yeah. Why? Mr. Eco's quite religious as well, Locke. Gets mm. quite, you know, he's all about faith and, you know, trust in the island and all that. And mm. Steve Coke was mentioning, like, I'll pray for you. And you know. There's a hint, there's a, a, a kind of a, an ongoing theme of, uh, you know, spirituality, yeah. a, a borderline Christian, you know, kind of thing going on, which uh, keeps popping up. I want to know what happened to the, the air hostess who just disappeared in that episode. Yeah. Mm. Don't be a member of the cabin crew. Uh, yeah. Oh, she, well, she goes in episode six, doesn't she? Yeah. Is it episode six? No, I get, it was no, the, today. episode seven yeah. that we've just yeah. watched. And the she, pilot goes. She disappeared. Is there any members time. of the crew still left? None. No. I've forgotten about the poor pilot, bless him. He must have been well excited when he got the gig and he's only in it for five minutes. <laughs> uh, and he crashes the plane. Why are they taking the kids? Anyone got any theories on that? Well, again, like Janine mentioned before, the, the life extension project. And so, like, they're picking out the young kids that they can mould. Mm from the beginning and get them to take part in the project. Maybe they're trying to get them out of that sort of situation. If it is an experiment, then, you know, there could be some legal issues. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know if the others are worried about getting sued at all. Well, you know American lawyers, you know, they've got eyes everywhere. They're very litigious. Well, listen, listen, this is my theory, uh, and I've kind of explained it a bit, but I'll I'll give it to you again and you can poo-poo it or not, is that they are hunting for a specific child, the others, uh, and that's why they're really interested in taking the kids because one, I get the idea that a, pro- a promised one, a sort of messiah, uh, is is expected by the others. That's why they took the French woman's kid, Alex, uh, who we've heard nothing of. Uh, they take the kids from the plane. They try to get um, the baby, uh, and they've grabbed Walt. Is that they're they're after a specific child? And I, I would guess that Walt is that child in the fact that he's displayed some kind of psychic powers. No, I do like that. I like that theory. But if Walt's that child and they've already got Walt, then why are they still getting other kids? Yeah, do you think they're trying to sort of breed some kind of super race or something? When they got... If you look at the days Mm. that pass, they get Walt pretty much the day after they get the other kids on the island. 
So maybe they collect all the kids at the same time. They get one, right? That's true. That's true. It is, it is tough trying to get the chronology right. And yeah, definitely. We're all in, in, interlinks. OK, well, listen, that's my theory. Uh, next week, maybe I'll expand on it, or I'll apologise for talking a load of rubbish. Uh, now, next week's episode, episode eight, what's going to happen? Well, here's a sneaky audio preview. In the clip we're about to hear, Anna Lucia, Bernard and Libby are holding Saeed captive, but it appears that the group are losing their faith in their leader, Anna Lucia. What are we doing here, Anna? I mean, their camp has got to be close. We just want to know what you're doing. What's the plan? She has no plan. She only has her guilt and the gun. And you can see that episode on Channel 4, Tuesday night at 10 o'clock, and then the very next episode straight afterwards uh, on E4. Thanks very much to Nikki. Thank you. Mark. Thank you. Tom. Thanks for having me, Dean. Uh, well done. <laughs> well done for not punching anyone. Uh, and Janine, <laughs> thanks very much. Thank you. Uh, and next week on UK Lost, we'll have more of your Ultimate Lost theories and everything that Episode 8 has to offer. You can visit the Channel 4 Lost Forum for the very latest discussions and theories. That's at channel4.com slash lost. Uh, you can email us here at uklost at channel4.com. This This is UK Lost on Channel 4 Radio. I'm Ian Lee. Join us next week down the hatch. And remember, the button is bad. to a download from Channel 4. To find more downloads like this, go to channel4radio.com.